Cast. Welcome to Psychic Visions Podcast. This is your host, Jason Zook. And this is Megan Kane. We're in the midst of a spiritual revolution. Our mission is to share and explore mysteries of the paranormal universe with our guests and you, our listeners, as we discuss healing, spirituality, life after death, and more. Psychic Visions Podcast, more than meets the eye. Hello and welcome back to Psychic Visions Podcast with your host, Jason Zook. And I'm Megan Kane, and we're so excited to have you guys back. Megan, how cool is it that we get to introduce our audience to Joseph Corella today? I'm so excited. He is so awesome, and I think they're going to love him. He's just a breath of fresh air. He's really funny (laughs) and just great. I can't wait for them to get to know him. Breaking down our information. Joseph is a Broadway star and accomplished Mm -hmm. choreographer. His work's been featured in shows like Heart of Dixie, The Wizard of Waverly Place, Dance Dance Moms, Moms, the 2012 MTV Video Music Awards, What's New Scooby-Doo, The Wonderful World of Disney, and more. Yeah, it's great. He's, He's very accomplished. His work has been featured literally in all of, all over the place. So you've seen, most of our listeners, you've seen his stuff on something and Something he's done, you've probably seen, and you've definitely at least heard of it. He's also got a lot of other exciting things going on in his life, right? Yeah, he debuted on Broadway as a star in All Shook Up and subsequently toured the United States with a production of Grease and West Side Story. And he's been featured as a choreographer in, as we discussed previously, I believe, HBO's hit special, A Quintanera Story. And so when you look at what we're talking about today in terms of one strength and movement, he has his own proudest personal accomplishment, which is creating 567 Broadway, which is an all levels dance fitness class. I actually watched it. I looked it up on, on YouTube and it was, it's really cool. It's, I actually tried. It's really fun. I'm excited for them to get to know Joseph and learn about all the amazing things he's done and how he's incorporated spirituality into all that as well. Just in terms of his idea behind 567 Broadway, he's described it as being out of his desire to create courage and provide a sense of community for everyone to work in a safe place and start their fitness journeys together. So that's a very, uh, that resonates with me. Definitely. Really. And I think getting fit or getting healthy is a really good way to have that really pure connection. It helps you. I know for me, myself with my connection, when I'm like at my healthiest, I feel like I'm the most in tune. And my first huge mediumship experience was actually when I was out, I had been hiking and out in the woods and nature for a week and hadn't been in contact with a lot of people. And I had just been moving so much. I had just been hiking and being healthy. And I think that's such a, it's like a really pure connection when you're like taking care of everything, your mind, body, and soul. And it really helps bring everything together for you and helps actually some, even some gifts come out. Cause I know like my mediumship took off after that point of my life for sure. When everyone's considered being on a journey. I feel like he captures that really well with his background mm-hmm. and his life work. Right. And he is so accomplished. I'm so excited that we got to meet him. And without further ado, let's let our listeners listen to our conversations with him. Literal. So there he is. Let's yep, start. There he is. Megan, welcome, of course. Hey, so <laughs> I, excited. Uh, I'm super stoked. And Joseph, I'm so glad to have you here today with us. We appreciate having you on the show. Mm-hmm. Psychic Thank, you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to chat and thank you. I want to ask you, looking at your background with dance, I wanted to ask you, how did you start on your spiritual journey? I think 
that started when I was a kid. I think dance was the thing that kind of, I grew up very religious. I'm from Phoenix, Arizona, originally the Valley of the Sun, the <laughs> desert. There is something spiritual about the desert. I will say that. And it, Arizona is kind of, it's an interesting, it's an interesting state to say the least, <laughs> but like you have it, you have Sedona, which is really spiritual yeah. there and like going there when I was a kid and you could really feel, I, and I think I've always had a connection to spirituality, but it has been a journey to say the least, but dance has been, and it will be a journey the rest of my life. But like dance is the thing that has helped me being creative has really helped me stay connected to my true self but also helped me continue to understand what the universe is to me and also connect me to that in a really beautiful way. And it's always evolving and growing, but I love creativity for that reason. And that's why I love creating. And it's art is a way that connects all of us around the world, movement, music, dance, movies, TV shows, like the whole thing that is all really, it's art. And there is something very spiritual about art in general. I know from my vantage point, you said some key terms I love, creative, music, having the ability to express yourself, a modality. I consider music a healing modality, just like movement and dances. And I wanted to ask you, because I know you're an expert on this, how have you utilized movement in your life to express your own creative flair and your passion? If it weren't for movement and this music, especially music, that's you nailed it with there. It's like music is really powerful. It's a beautiful creation. I think that's, I try to remind people because now we have so much access to all of these things. Music has been an evolution. <laughs> it started with mm -hmm. instruments and singing and like it's evolved and grown to what it is today. And now we're like, yeah, what song do I want to listen to today on this yeah. amazing device that has thousands of ways to connect to music? But I really try to. I know for me, I will speak about me. For me, I, when I was, what I learned at a young age, in doubt, dance it out. Or like when I am not feeling well, make sure to move and connect to music. If I do that, it see, it has always helped pull me forward. I'm not saying it solves everything. It's not like, oh, now, <laughs> yay, everything is perfect <laughs> and grand. By no means is that I don't want to give anybody the wrong impression there. But I think it is. it has been a helpful tool, and especially during this pandemic. I never used to mm -hmm. listen, like, I love spa music, don't get me wrong. Like, I love... I want to go to the spa and listen to some relaxing music, but I have tapped into a spa music during this global pandemic. <laughs> when I was stressed, I would do virtual sound baths. It was a new experience mm -hmm. for me. The just the vibrations of sound. I love ASMR now. I love. I know that sound that people are gonna be like, "Oh God, what is he talking about?" But let me tell you, there is ASMR, especially with TikTok. There's been there's a mm -hmm. lot of ASMR and. I get it. I get why people are so attracted to the just the sound of someone's nails <laughs> touching right. a glass and how rhythmic and how it can just it feel it soothes your soul. And I don't take for me, I don't take that lightly. Yeah, it's easy to mm -hmm. access now, but I don't take it lightly. I, I have to agree with you. I with a lot of things you just said, I do sound healing as well. I use sound bowls and I've used different wands and things like that. Like the tongs are I found that also dancing does really release a lot of energy. I know when I was going through, I'm on my second marriage, hopefully the last, but the first one, when I was going through that divorce, I really listened to music a lot in my apartment. I had isolated myself in that marriage a lot. So 
when I got my first like apartment as a single woman, I just remember just putting on a like a bikini or something, like something lightweight and just <laughs> dancing around my apartment and just fighting this music and finding this girl inside me that lost so long ago mm. prior to that relationship. And it was funny listening to music from my high school and my college and these tunes that kind of struck a chord with me and brought me and just set this trigger for me to bring me into this happy mindset. And beyond that, I would actually start feeling energy. I do Reiki and pranic healing and energy healing. And the first time I ever felt energy, like where I was like, whoa, what is that? Like, it feels like I'm touching a wall. It was one, when doing yoga for the first time and two, dancing in my room because I couldn't afford a gym. So I was just like basically watching videos like you do with five, six, seven and yeah. I Broadway. And I was just dancing in my room and moving around and creating this energy and I could feel it. So have you felt like when you've been moving around like that, have you had that energy where like, oh my God, I feel something right. above me. Or I feel something around me. Have you had that like vortex of energy around you when you're creating yeah. that movement? Even just you talking about it, I can feel that energy moving. Yes, my yes. Like I, because especially your passion behind that and what it does for you, I can feel that. I definitely feel that. You're very empathic uh, and intuitive too. Then, yeah. And, then, <laughs> and yeah. that's what I. That's why I love teaching because mm -hmm. not only do I get to share my experience, but I do. I have learned. I've danced since I was seven, so I have seen what dance does for people. I can understand what it, how you feel. And in your head to a certain extent to mm -hmm. of what's going on and how can I guide you to get out of your head and into your heart and into your body. That's really, it's hard. It's hard. And that's why I love that you let yourself go. And I think that's why I love teaching adults. So five, six, seven Broadway, the thing that I teach, it's a dance fitness class for adults. And because adults need that outlet as well, they need to have that creative outlet. I think in this world, especially in the US, we're very like, very busy we're very busy goals we got goals we got things to do but the creative side can get pushed away or that we don't get to have that childlike fun and right. i for sure never want to let that go sometimes i feel like i'm even though i'm not 21 sometimes I'm like <laughs> i feel like a, or like i still feel like a kid and my mm -hmm. husband and i were talking about that and the thing is he was like do you sometimes we're just like kids still and i was like yes we will hold on to that we're not going to let that go. That's great. Society sometimes says, yeah, you can't put on a bikini and dance in your room. No, that's not allowed <laughs> as an adult. Yes, you can. Yes, I uh -huh. encourage whatever your heart is telling you to do, especially closing your door, putting on music, crying, mm -hmm. laughing, moving, and feeling the energy. Just get, We have so much, and as you guys know, there's so much energy in here, and we mm -hmm. have to clear it out. We have to. It's just part of being human. And there's ways that you can do it in a healthy way. And then there's ways mm -hmm. that can be really toxic if you don't do it. And <laughs> thank God for dance in my life because yeah. it's me stay centered and helped me continue to sit here chatting with you. I was super excited about our interview and I was sending Megan some of the videos on text just to show like you coming on what your YouTube channels. Like. And the yeah. first thought that came in my head is this going to be a fun one. <laughs> We're talking about movement. We're talking about healing. Oh, yeah. We're talking about nurturing our inner child. That's what I tapped mm -hmm. into said earlier that we're all having our inner child. We have to get hyper, get up, dance around. Like it's a universal thing. And I wish if we did it more in our society, I'm not saying like you're going to see people on the beltway in traffic, get out of the cars and start doing some dancing, but you never know. It wouldn't hurt. I don't know. What's that group of people where they 
The flash mob. Like a flash mob. <laughs> I love yeah. that. We should do it sometime, Jason. <laughs> I've always wanted to do a flash mob. Like, no, just see one. What was it? Friends with benefits. Flash mobs, that's for sure. Friends with benefits, I think, had the flash mobs of Justin Timberlake. And I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah, that was. I love those kind of. I think that's the thing is that, (laughs) yeah, nurturing that inner child. And especially now, after what the pandemic has really brought (laughs) things to the forefront in many different ways, I think it has been an awakening in many different levels for humanity. But there's going to need to be a lot of healing now because of it. And there's a lot of emotions to get out. And mm-hmm. I am so glad that I, I have experienced what dance does and that I, that's the message that I, even you said, you talked about like my YouTube channel, the YouTube channel. I had no clue what I was, I created that before the pandemic because I could hear the universe for me. Like mm-hmm. you've got to, this is the next section. You got to do this. You got to create a workout video and you got to work on a YouTube channel. And I was like, I don't know how to do either of those. <laughs> I put the effort, a lot of stress, a lot of like confusion, whatever my heart tells me to do, I'm going to really try and push forward and do that. And long story along with this is that I kept creating and it would improve and it would improve. And then the pandemic hit. And then I remember being in a really, in the beginning of the pandemic, I was not doing well. Like I felt, I immediately went in the other direction, which... I know I knew what to do, but I was like, I'm just going to hide. And I felt that and I needed to go through that. But I would get messages from people being like, your YouTube videos, they're helping me so much right now. There's all the and I was just like, what is that? But it was another reminder of to listen to your heart and not encourage people. That's through dance. I encourage my students or anybody that comes that takes from me. This is going to help you listen to your heart and what you need for your life. And it will listen to that. Listen to that. I'm not, I don't have the answer for you. All I can tell you is that the answer is in here and movement and connecting to movement and music and joy and all the things, it will guide you to that answer. And I know for me that has done that. And like I said, even the YouTube channel, that was something people would be like, what are you doing? Even a workout video, like, what do you, why? I'm like, well, A, I don't need to explain it to you. And yeah. B, I, my heart's telling me to do it. So I'm going to, I'm going to do it. And just like when I was a kid, my heart was like, you have to dance. Mm-hmm. People, let me tell you, dancing in the 90s, whether I'm from 80s, I'm no spring chicken. And 80s and 90s were such a joyful time to dance and be a male dancer, a Mexican <laughs> gay male dancer in Phoenix, Arizona. It wasn't cool. TikTok was not around. And right. no one was yeah. competing for the best dances. Dance Dance Revolution wasn't out yet. <laughs> no. That's when it got cool for people our age you'd see 20 year olds (laughs) all the frat bros (laughs) yeah no i love it that's why in a way i love tiktok social media has it it can be a lot but i love Mm -hmm. tiktok for the fact that it kind of it's a creative platform that's really competitive people are like i'm gonna create the best dance or the best (laughs) character you're watching people create characters and all these things yeah and i did not have that growing up and people were like you should not be dancing no male dancers do not there is no such thing and i was like my heart's telling me and you're never going to stop me and they i would, would never let it i'm so glad that you were never stopped because look at all the things you've been able to accomplish and all the souls mm-hmm. you've been able to touch like i've watched your youtube videos and the way you like choreograph dance moves first of all they're amazing and you can even like, copy like music videos which i really like like you, I, I know the dance moves i'm like oh i saw britney or madonna or whoever i've seen people <laughs> do this dance and so i recognize it a little bit and then the, you're really good at like, describing. So I, I know that I feel like I could really break it down like with your videos, but also yeah. like your TikTok you. is pretty hysterical. You're so funny. You should definitely 
you're a comedian, in my opinion. You could do everything at comedy. Like you, you're so fun to watch, like your facial expressions too. Like a lot of the things that I watched some of the recent ones too on TikTok. And I'm just, I was just cracking up at how funny you are. Oh, and it makes you, me- I'm going to take you around on a rainy day. I'm going to be like, Megan, where are you? Can you please <laughs> tell me that? <laughs> yes, because I will, because I'm a fan. And I also want to hear about what was it like being on reality TV, like on Dance Moms or working with those mm-hmm. girls and choreographing different like routines that are going to be seen internationally and forever? That's really awesome. Okay. Tell me how you got, like, how did you get to that point where you're like, okay, here I am, I'm on reality TV, choreographing mm-hmm. like amazing dance routines and to have, and then branching into like your own really successful TikTok and YouTube channel and Everything of going on is so great. Can you give us a little yeah. step by yeah, step totally. on how that happened and well, some experiences on that show? I'll, for, I'll get to dance balls. That was a whole journey. <laughs> but TikTok was an interesting, <laughs> like I have to tell TikTok was another interesting thing because we were in the, it was in the beginning of the pandemic, really in 2020 when, and it was one of those, it was again, it was how much, cre- how much we all needed creativity. We needed escape, escapism mm-hmm. in a healthy way. TV shows. I think we all probably binged 50 million TV shows. Mm-hmm. And like, Tiger King. The, I think yes. you shouldn't watch it. <laughs> I sometimes had to stay to the more joyful ones because I would get <laughs> really, I was like, can we just, this, can I, I need like a soap <laughs> opera-ish one. But TikTok be- happened because I was like, maybe I'll learn how to be on another Maybe now's the time if I want to learn. And I was like, Ugh, I don't know if I want to do this, whatever. So I went on TikTok right. and I was like, what is this weird world? Like, I don't mm-hmm. understand. But I started You're- to learn a little bit more. And my husband was like, one day we were bored. Go figure. Bored as we were stuck at home again. And he was he started doing dance competition entrances as a joke. He was having some wine and he was doing it and he came out. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I think this could be funny. Like I was I told him, I was like, maybe we should post this. This could be fun, just as a joke. I posted it, and we did different entrances, and it went viral, and it was the weirdest thing ever to be (laughs) stuck at home, terrified of the world, but then people messaging me and saying, oh my God, your video's gone viral, everybody's seeing this, and it's so amazing. And I was like, what is this? This is so weird. But it was a fun, creative distraction, I will not lie. People created these characters. They would comment on the things and say, oh my God, I love Samantha. My husband became Samantha, I became Blanche. (laughs) And I, we didn't- Golden Girls? No, Blanche Dubois from Streetcar Named Desire. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. As a dance, as like a dance competition person, it was just such a weird, but it was a fun thing for that. Dance Moms is, I grew up in the dance competition world, so there's that. I for sure know that. You've been on both sides of it. Oh my God. That's why I know how to do that stuff, because I for sure know how it is. And growing up, and then I got asked to choreograph. I was an off-camera choreographer for the first season of Dance Moms. And reality TV is its own thing. And uh, I knew though the show was going to be, because I worked on it before the show even aired. So like we were, that was the first season. It hadn't even aired by the time I was on it. And it was what a journey that was. And it really taught me how to choreograph quickly. I would choreograph things Mm -hmm. off camera and then we'd put it together. I'd create ideas too, copyrighted songs. I'd have to make sure to find right songs. They had a whole plethora. I would listen, create ideas around that. And then they would do that on camera. It was a really exciting and stressful experience to say the least. I'm so happy those girls are doing so well in the world. 
they've some of them have become massively famous. Oh my gosh, no, I got chills Maddie. when you said that. I remember There's that them. one little girl who's on that. I was on what's her name? See, Sia, Sia, yeah, Maddie right? Ziegler. Yeah, she was on that. She's amazing. I just love the she way was she like moves. Nine when I was working with her and they were then they had that there's it was the stars aligned for them and I'm really grateful to see them doing great things in the world and that's it's a beautiful thing what a beautiful platform for that it's amazing oh absolutely how did you come up with 567 Broadway because the idea of it and just what you've done with it it's very inspiring and I'd be curious to find out what caused you to look into doing I never imagined I would be doing something like this like I've I love dreaming and I love Broadway was a dream and I went to New York and did that and tours and I feel like there it's been like a thing of check it off the list and what happened is that my husband and I had moved to Los Angeles for him to go to law school he was a performer as well and then he wanted to go to law school I was like okay great and we moved to the west coast and that's when things really changed and uh, I did a musical in Vegas and during that musical I was not happy I was like this is not, I'm not feeling this anymore. And again, if my heart's telling me to do something, I should do it. And my heart was like, this is not, something's not clicking. So I told the universe, I said, whatever you want me to do next, I'll do. Like I keep planning everything and it's not working out. So what do you want? Just open the door and I'll do it. And I got to start teaching adults dance fitness. And I said yes, because I was like, the universe i just told the universe whatever you put before me i'm going to do and that happened so it i loved teaching adults i love teaching mm-hmm. adults so much I think i it brings me so much joy and in, in many different ways i have students now in my class and i'll get to how five six seven broadway but like from 18 to 75 and it's really beautiful to see but i've always danced to broadway music just like megan was saying like with <laughs> dancing in her room. I've done that since I was a kid. I love doing that. I dance everywhere in my home. My husband gets mad at me because he'll be like, why are you dancing and talking? I'm like, there's no song on. I'll be dancing. It's just what I do. I feel movement. And so I've always danced to Broadway music because Broadway has been a special place in my heart. Musical theater, these stories, it's always helped me feel better. It's always, there's something about storytelling with the musical theater that I just love and the theatrics of it all. So that's where it stemmed from creating something around something that I've always done since I was a kid. And then slowly but surely, it's taken a lot of time. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say like magically overnight. I really had to devote teaching every week and in, in LA and then it grew and then it grew and more and it became what it is today. And it's really amazing. And I'm, I feel like everything that I was doing with it was meant for this global pandemic. I'm not like, I feel that I was, cause sometimes I'd be like, should I be performing still? I choreograph, but like, I don't really perform as much, but teaching is in its own realm like that. But uh, yeah, I felt like I really, I needed to do all of that so that I could h- help people during, and it helped me <laughs> during yeah, this definitely. pandemic. Like I've now had people from around the world taking virtually and from Australia to the UK to Canada the US and that was always in a way that was always my dream I wanted I want to get the whole world singing and dancing I say that and I think that's that was this was has been a really beautiful experience in many different ways wow we helped each other through a lot through this pandemic I remember when the spike happened and we were st- stuck again and like we just danced we just kept dancing and we danced together virtually and they've really developed friendships together. It's really, mm-hmm. I love that. 
I think back to the pandemic myself and I know when I'd call Megan or I'd be on the phone with somebody, I'd put music on in the background and I would, I'm not a dancer. I wish I was, but by myself, you can have enough courage to do whatever you want. I need to take take a class. I need to take the lessons. I've always said that my whole life. I want to ask you if there's someone in our audience listening to this, I would love to do some dance stuff, but I'm just, I have no balance. I can't jive with anything. What would you say to them? I always got, I've got this my whole, I think that's why I really try to create a safe space. Come take five, six, seven Broadway. That's what I would say. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I really, for me, I've tried to create a safe space for people to come. And I always get, it's always the two left feet. Oh, I have two left feet. I have two left feet. I can't. And I don't, are you sure I'm going to be able to do this? And it really is amazing to watch people face their fears and come alive. Come out you and think it's overall what kind of what we've been talking about too, is becoming really more present in our bodies. That is actually Mm -hmm. that it does take work. It isn't and dance. And and I encourage people to like, come try my thing and see. And especially if your heart is, if your heart is telling you to go take a salsa lesson, I encourage you to do it. Face the fear. Maybe you'll love it. Maybe you won't, but, or maybe it will. I know for a fact though, it will open the door, the next door for the, another opportunity. Cause as we continue to try new things and face our fears in a healthy way, it can really be it, I know it for me, it has always led me to really incredible places. So I keep trying to remember that myself. And I think it's amazing that you actually manifested all this too. I definitely can agree with you. And I do believe that this was definitely your calling and that all of these ideas were guided to you from your guides or the universe or your higher self or whatever you personally or the listeners believe. I do believe that you were guided this information and it really, it probably saved a lot of people. You probably had messages about that, but I'm picking up that you've actually saved people through hardships of being lonely or not being able to leave. There was a lot of people who didn't have significant others and didn't have family and were really isolated. And I believe that having that connection with you was, is so important. And I'm mm-hmm. so happy that you were able to provide that for so people who needed it. I'm positive that they were sent your direction, that your channel just popped up in front of them or popped up on their TikTok or whatever it was. And that's just amazing because I have to say a lot of the most magical things that have fallen into my lap, so to speak, where I've just been like, oh my goodness, this is an amazing opportunity. I'm so glad I'm here in this moment right here, right now to be a part of this. And I really believe that you manifesting that as well. I feel like it's hand in hand and you knew, okay, I need to follow through with this. I don't know why. But there's something I'm a little uncomfortable with doing this. I'm not really sure about this different new technology because I'm used to being like live and on stage and in your face. And now I've got to adapt to a whole different way and record myself. I don't have a whole crew of videoing me like on reality TV and all these other things and finding that happy medium where you can do it yourself, have your own creative outlet and be spiritually guided to provide this outlet for people. I just think it's magical and I need you to meditate more. Because I can't wait to see what they download next because who knows? I literally, the sky's the limit. But when you're tuned in like you are, because when I started my first business, when I got this opportunity in LA, when anything that's happened to me where it's been in a premonition type of feeling, there's always been a knowing behind it. And I love that you're so intuitive and spiritual too. And I feel like that's something that might really come out of you more, the more that you're able to express yourself and more people will approach you with these type of things and say, Hey, this is a, this has been a spiritual journey for me being a part of your class. Like I have found out parts of myself or the pandemic. I like through the pandemic, I learned so much about myself and my relationships. And I I just feel like 
it was a very stressful time for all of us. We all thought we were going to die. But (laughs) other than that, like we all dug deep and found out what's in our core, what's making us tick. What are we not happy with? Are we not happy in the current work we're doing? Like we've had all this time off, but now I could see clearly now I've had time away from these friends or time away from the significant other or whatever it is. And these aha moments happen and these times where we can really take a step back and go within. And, And I think that is what happened with you. And I think that's amazing. And look at all the success that's come from it because it was divine timing and divinely, I believe, gifted to you. Yeah, thank you. That means a lot. And yeah, there's something, I always try to just teach what I know. My students did help me through the pandemic because I was not doing well in the beginning. The things that I was like, I should be practicing, I had a really, it was hard for me. It was so depressing, so hard. I was turning to like loaves of bread instead, which is okay. (laughs) Like it's not, yeah. I needed an insane the amount COVID of comfort. 20. Yeah, there was <laughs> you know, homemade bread was like the jam. I wish I was but, at your house. I had like stale bread. I was like searching for bread and everything. Wonder bread. That's what <laughs> I, I had. All the stores were sold out. And he's got homemade bread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my husband kept making it. And he, was, he told I me, need... he was like, I just made it for you, really. But and I needed mm-hmm. to dance and it, the door opened again to do it virtually. And because I had not at the time, and that's when I was like, okay, it's time. And so they helped me. We all helped each other. And it was a re- it's been a really beautiful thing. The one thing I do notice now is that now that we're moving forward, people want to move forward even more and they don't want to look back. Like it's like it never happened. <laughs> like it's like you were going to just keep moving through. And we don't want to necessarily completely forget things, but it's been a journey. And I think the one is one of the craziest things was watching how because there was people from all over the world in class. So watching the pandemic hit at different times with students in class and they would talk about it. And it was my mind was like, what is this? This is just a weird. And then we just would dance. We would say, OK, this is happening. Let's dance. And uh, I for sure am grateful I'm so grateful for, I love being a human at the same time. It can be a lot, but I do. It is really such a beautiful thing when you tap into your true essence and understand, really work on understanding that. So I hope if anybody is searching for anything that to understand about life or to move through something, dance is the way. It is another tool to add to your basket and of helping you understand for you. That's the thing. I'm not answering problems for people in class. I'm not like, and this is the solution for you. I'm just like, let's dance and let's see what happens and connecting to music. Mm -hmm. There is, like Jason said, there's really so much power in connecting to music when that's in many different ways. It doesn't necessarily even need to be a dance class. It could be just putting on music in your room like Megan did and dance. There's power in that. There's so much power in that. So I hope if anybody's heart is telling them, they're given a little tug. I hope you listen right. to it. And it's almost like a moving meditation. I always tell people mm. who are like, I can't meditate. I can't sit still. My mind races. I always tell them the best ways to meditate when you're moving. There's three ways that I personally love. One is driving, turn down the music, put away your phone and just drive for an hour, two hours, somewhere really beautiful and just let your thoughts flow. The other way is to walk, walk around your block without your phone, maybe in your back pocket for safety, Mm -hmm. but off or just away. So you're not tuned into technology or your social media. So you can really, again, let those messages flow and that inner self come through. And the third way is, of course, dancing, because you could just put on some music, move around, feel that energy. And you're really not thinking too much. You're like just feeling the music. You're really just letting your body go with the flow and find that rhythm. And when you're doing that, you'll find that you will have a lot of very important 
messages coming through. Your subconscious will come through. Your higher self will come through. And you'll get these downloads, these like amazing creative ideas or aha moments or, hey, I don't like that person or whatever it is. <laughs> All make of some changes. Having, right? <laughs> I need to make some changes. This one, two, this eight, this eight step over here just made me. <laughs> I'm when like, I was great binding, I was like, I need you out of my life. Yes. You're like, yeah, you're toxic. <laughs> that is not good for me. You're oh, <laughs> And also your breathing, your breathe like yeah, just sure, the fact definitely. of breathing. And I know for me, and then another tool that's been super helpful is breath work. I got into breath work be- because I was working on the workout video, and I was so stressed. And growing up really religious, and stepping away from that, and just use I really just use dance and staying connected as my spirituality for a little bit. I think I needed that. And then I got involved with breath work, which is just, if anybody doesn't know, it's just a breathing technique that I had no clue what I was getting into at first. I was like, I just need to breathe. (laughs) And I did this breath work and I was like, holy moly, this is magical. And uh, I've Did you start tingling or? Oh my, (laughs) I'm not joking you. I thought I was like, I just need to breathe. Like I just, this class is going to teach me how to breathe like more. And I, she was like, okay, you're going to do this and you're going to do that. Okay. Lie down and go. I went to some magical place. And when it finished, I was like, what the heck just happened? And I I loved it. And it Mm -hmm. opened me up in a way again that I needed for me. And actually I just, I got trained in it because I love it so much. And I think the thing I've learned too, is if I want to know something more and just learn how to teach it. (laughs) Definitely. So, and it's such a high you get too. It's like a natural, uh, like high. Yes. It almost feels like a drug when you have, when you're, <laughs> you're like, like tuned, tapped into that energy. Like, wait, where did I just did go? the tea in the lobby have hallucinogenics <laughs> in it? Because <laughs> what? what? Did, just, <laughs> did someone put something in the air conditioning? Because yeah. I have, but that's, not... I love that. And I think and that that's, patchouli, that's <laughs> yeah, you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> is that really sage? Because I don't know what's going on there. But I think that's the thing is that. We all hold the key to the answers and it's this world can have so many things that so many con artists that come out and say, I have the solution. Like I have the answer for you. Now you've got to do all this craziness. And I love that. And that's why for me, I really try to just share like, yeah, when I just sat and was breathing, doing this breathing thing, I like got downloads. Like you said, I, every time I do it, I get, and I get it things connect and it gets that energy out. I think we've been talking too about energy. It's like the energy. There's lots of things from our lives, our growing up, our past. It, you can't just get everything out all at once. It takes time. It takes our whole lives. And yes. finding healthy tools to make sure that we don't turn to alcohol. <laughs> like things, making sure to find ways so that dancing, right. singing, creating, painting, and Gardening. I've been doing more gardening in the desert. <laughs> I love it now, which is weird. And I'm not, let me tell you, I grew up, when I growing up in Phoenix, like I was a city guy, not like really the Sedona, but now my husband and I have a place in Joshua Tree. I'm that, like, I love it. I love my cacti. Like, I love, there's something about it. There just really is something about connecting to the earth that is really powerful. I'm trying to do that a little bit more because I do love the city life and sometimes mm-hmm. you just got to slow down i'll say this one of the things i was thinking of is the fact that dancing is universal and it's natural and i'll explain what i mean i have two parrots which megan knows very well one of my birds both of them will dance the music their own way <laughs> and when i was watching your youtube video earlier my one bird was getting down with her head going like this really getting into your youtube channel and uh, 
It was funny to watch. And I was asking you about your impression about people dancing with their pets or people being inspired to do dance by watching their dogs and cats and birds or whatever. I want to get your opinion on that. Oh, my God. The my Hey, my dog's right here, by the way. <laughs> I tried to take him out of the room and he was like, no. And I was like, OK, yeah. you my own cat's me. right so, here. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you own me. You want to be a part of this. You're holding space for me. Thank you. But yeah, it's been really amazing to watch people and their pets. Some pet cats, especially there's something about cats, cats know things uh, and cats always walking in front of their cameras. I always do that. That's I I basically see everybody at their, I call it Broadway stage at home. So I see all these little things, more cats than I would say dogs, but you see the dogs sitting and watching and Topher though, my dog, he is not a fan. He is not my biggest supporter of dance. So I will say that he's like, it's loud and there's too much going on with you. And I need to go to the other room. <laughs> he will not participate. That's awesome. <laughs> I wanted to ask you in reference to everything you're doing right now, what would be the easiest way for our audience to get in touch with you if they yeah. want to reach out to you directly? So you can go to 567broadway.com and that has everything there. If you want to take live stream classes as well, the YouTube, it will have links to the YouTube channel. The crazy world of TikTok will have the, all those links will be there. And as always, too, if anybody ever has any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. But that's at 567broadway.com. In this day and age, it's really easy to connect. There's no way yes. that you can't be like, I can't connect. You can. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you can go on my site, write a little email. Right. And if you have a question, and I'm happy to answer it. I love that. And definitely don't forget his TikTok because you will be entertained. <laughs> yeah. will be it has nothing to do so with Broadway, yeah. but you, you will definitely, yeah, you'll definitely be like, oh, okay. Oh he is making God. those choices. What? That was the one thing you did recently was like your, how do you know someone you know isn't in musical theater or in Broadway <laughs> or something? And it was like, it's just a funny little skin. It had like the whole entrance to the doorway and it had all these other <laughs> hysterical my sister, was in, um, my sister was in musical theater for high school so I was close to her and obviously and I did drama but I was more of a techie but I was around a lot of the musical theater and the arts and I, I always loved being around it and going to shows so I'm a fan for sure and I will I'm not going to be doing it like on video but I'll be alone in my room <laughs> doing your five six seven hey. for sure did, <laughs> in yeah. my bathing suit <laughs> absolutely please I love that yeah <laughs> As long as people are dancing and moving, do it for you. That's yeah, for definitely. sure. And I can't wait. I want you to be like, for any producers, directors listening to this, he is so funny. Please put him in a movie. I would love to watch him <laughs> on a movie, in a movie. You know, do you do acting too? Yeah. It's been, a, I really let the universe <laughs> guide me with everything. Yeah. It, it goes from choreographing to, I am in Los Angeles. So yeah. this is the city for all of that. But all that. Yeah. You've got I'm such a pretty face too. So gonna... you're so like you got everything going on. <laughs> Megan, I'm gonna put you in my back pocket and take you everywhere. I'll be like your little tear. We're making my <laughs> now you know why we're best friends. I know. She does this all the time. It's <laughs> you don't need a mirror. You could just hang out. And... <laughs> love it. I love it. Oh, I'm just surrounded by awesome. good people. Uh, I just yeah. like to let them know. But yeah, you're amazing, and I'm so excited. I'm so happy I got to talk to you, and not just stalk your tiktok so <laughs> this is a great time yeah. getting to know you and i can't wait to get to know you more so we'll definitely right. hit you up when we come out that way i'd love to see you in person and meet your husband and yeah, i think we, we could have, have a lot of fun maybe you could show jason and i some dance moves <laughs> yeah we can film that make you uncomfortable and be like megan we're gonna film uh, this it's a dream come true every time i get to do a show with megan like it's been my calling you 
have five, six, seven Broadway. I've got psychic visions with Megan. We just so appreciate the fact that you're doing what you're doing. You're sending your positive message out there about loving yourself and being proud of yourself and being a trailblazer. And I just think that what you're doing right now sends such a positive message to everybody who really needs it right now more than anything after this pandemic we've been through and all this chaos of the world. So keep it up. And please, when we will be linking up with you because I really do enjoy the dynamic of talking to you and learning about this stuff. And I just want to thank you for pursuing your dream and your passions and being a teacher and instructor to souls of others and including us. We really appreciate it. Thank you. It means a lot to me. And I'm pulling in all your, (laughs) it's great. I'm like, (laughs) take it in, but I I really appreciate it. And thank you for letting me share my message here on your podcast. Absolutely. Absolutely. We look forward to everybody who comes on our show. We say we keep an open door that if you have new stuff come out, like a five, six, seven Broadway part two or uh, something coming up in general. just gave me anxiety when you said that. I got anxiety. I'll say this to you. Must be anything that's happening. (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) I'll say this. As we were talking earlier, and Megan can vouch for this, I was getting that you're going to do some type of a a virtual dance Guinness Mm -hmm. Book World Record type thing, most coordinated steps in the world at a given time or something for a charity or something. So I wouldn't doubt if you get involved in something like that because you already laid the foundation for that with what you're doing. Thank you. Yeah, I really, I do want to help people in so many different ways. And I really want to get the message out there and continue to do that. So I pull that in as well. <laughs> in. Yes. Do you hear that yes. universe? So yes. all the blessings. <laughs> I know that I will for sure see you guys here in Los Angeles when you're here. Appreciate you. Well, Thank we you. Look so. forward to it. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys. Thanks Thank guys. You. Thanks guys. Megan, that was an amazing discussion we had with Joe. I really- was very inspired by it. I just really enjoyed what he represents, you know, talking about the healing nature of movement, one's connection, their own spirituality, and then the whole artistic expression through our movements and dance. And that's a common thing we've been getting through our different guests so far. If you haven't noticed, every one of them has been creative and there's creative energy that flows within them. And I think that's very empowering. And I love the message of increasing one's self-love and body positivity. That was like from the interview that from the our episode today that I really enjoyed. And being able to unlock our potential. I agree. I'm so glad that they got to know Joseph. I want to get to know him more. I watch his TikTok and I follow him on all his social media accounts. And I love watching his funny skits. I love watching all the dancing. I love everything that he's offering. So you guys got to get to know him, follow all his accounts, and you won't be disappointed. Thanks so much for listening. And we'll catch you guys on the next episode of Psychic Visions. Thanks so much for supporting the show, guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow Psychic Visions Podcast on Instagram. Psychic Visions Podcast is a production of Electricast Media. Our executive producers are Mark Netter and Peter Rafelson. If you like our show and enjoy what you hear, please subscribe and give us a rating wherever you enjoy podcasts. And always remember, harness your inner power. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast. Hey, it's Tim from 50 Years of Music with 50-Year-Old White Guys. 
the comedy podcast you had no idea you needed. Join Ben, Jeff, and me as we continue our musical road trip back through the years and around the globe. See, just when you thought all white guys were like Joe Rogan, you come across three educators trying to remember when we were cool. 50 years of music with 50-year-old white guys. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.